can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, everybody. How are you? Oh, I hope you're having a good week so far and enjoying this month. It is a beautiful month. Leaves are changing. It's apple and pumpkin everything. <laughs> um, yeah, we are cruising along here having a good old time. I am still adjusting, you know, to the three boy life. And uh, little man is here with me right now recording this. And this podcast episode came a little bit impromptu. I do try to plan out my next you know, month or two just topics wise. And then I'm usually a week or two ahead in recording. And I noticed that I've been leaning heavily in the food department. And I think a big reason for that is we are in the middle of our eight week beginner macro and workout challenge. And, and even with my one-on-one clients, by and large, for most females, what we struggle with is the nutrition part. I think by and large, there are very few, I would say it's like maybe 80-20, 80% of women that I've worked with struggle way more in the nutrition, whether that is emotional eating, whether that is meal planning, whether that is just hitting your actual macro targets. I think there's so much in that that can be an obstacle or can be difficult that that definitely seems to be the harder area for most people. And I will say I fall in that category. It is the hardest, the harder area for me too. Whereas then, yes, maybe like 20% of women have said, I have no problem with the nutrition stuff. I just really don't enjoy working out. So it's hard for me to get myself to do it. Or with their schedule, it's hard to work it in. Uh, But typically, it's nutrition. So I noticed, again, I have leaned a little more heavy in that department lately. Let me know. I'm always open to uh, topic ideas. I always welcome your questions for Q&As. Shoot me an email at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com if you would like me to talk a little bit more specifically about workouts or designing one for specific goals, those kinds of things, I'm happy to do. I just try to read what you guys need. And right now it seems like it's heavily focused, again, on things that are nutrition related. And maybe this is me because we tend to relate to where we're at. So I definitely do that. I know that I, you know, I'm leaning toward recording one time one type of podcast when I am really into the workouts and digging my workouts and right now I'm trying to get back into a little bit cleaner of a nutrition because I do go a little more out of the lines when I am pregnant. I don't, you know, honor every craving and things like that, but I definitely allow more in when I am pregnant than I normally do. So or and or aversions and all those kinds of things. So now that I think that I'm trying to clean it up, we're in this challenge. I'm focusing a lot more on food with everybody in general. So here we are. I was thinking about, you know, one of the big obstacles I hear all the time is running out of food like midweek. So maybe that's you where you think ahead on Saturdays and you grocery shop, you get your groceries delivered or whatever, but then you still find yourself just in a pinch randomly you ran out one day or something was unplanned. For me, honestly, there are times when I forget to thaw something. So even if I had the food, say we're going to eat like, we'll go real basic here, like a pulled pork or something, but I needed to put it in the crock pot right in the morning. And now it's not even defrosted. That's when I can like, whoops, quick swap with something else that I don't need to really pre-think about. So I'm just going to list just a couple of things I have, just five, that are really easy freezer staples where you can just kind of come up with a meal 
almost on a whim here. I would like to do an episode in the future too of doing this with pantry staples. I didn't want to combine them because, you know, it's not the same exact thing, but I could do that as well. <laughs> and then we can think of ways to combine them. Um, obviously these are not, they need some things from the fridge and pantry. They're not totally solo. I mean, unless you want to eat them solo, but you know, just thinking of key components to meals that I have leaned on when I've needed to. So we'll get right to it today. Look at this. Uh, number one is shrimp. This is such a great protein. I know half of you are like, oh man, I'm not going to use that one because I hate seafood. And half of you are like, okay, yeah, I could do that. I will be the first to say I'm not huge in seafood. I would definitely always pick chicken or steak over like a shrimp or scallops or something. But I we do do meatless Fridays around here. So shrimp is always something I keep in the rotation. So if you have shrimp in the freezer, it's such a good one for those times where you didn't think about dinner or whatever you had planned, you know, is not going to work out because of time, because it defrosts so quickly. You thought, you know, right in the uh, colander, in the sink, in like five to 10 minutes. As, anyways, that's how I always do it. I've read the package before where it's like, to do the slow thaw, I think you do like place it in the fridge overnight, but it's like, for the quick thaw, I'm like, yep, give me the quick thaw. It's always the quick thaw. And so much you could do with shrimp, but you could just, you know, eat it plain, really, if you needed to with whatever random sides that you can pull out of your fridge and stuff. But one of my go-tos that I will do with this for a meatless Friday meal is like a copycat bang bang shrimp. So I'll use like an olive oil mayo and sriracha and make some chickpea pasta. I'll throw some frozen broccoli in there too. I'll cook it separately and then just toss that in there. And it's as close as you can get to almost like a one pan meal there. And, you know, you just made it in a couple minutes. You could actually combine this with the next one because another freezer staple that I will have on hand is, is our, feels weird to say it with this, zoodles. So zucchini noodles are what zoodles are. You can buy them frozen. I will say right here, I prefer fresh zucchini noodles if I can. Fresh zoodles. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid using that word because it's so odd. I bought one of those little like handheld things that makes them, that makes your own out of your zucchini. And I I much prefer that taste and like texture consistency. Sometimes when they come from frozen, they just get really mushy. But I do still usually have one or two in the freezer for in a pinch time. So where they cook way more quickly than pasta in my experience. And, you know, if you don't have the time to, to do pasta or you're trying not to do pasta, whatever, you can usually play with some proteins to go with this. I did notice that, that, um, you know, the shrimp obviously is a key protein, but you could pair that together to the shrimp and the zoodles to make a little anything. You don't have to do a bang bang shrimp. Then you could throw some pesto on there, just do some olive oil and sea salt and pepper if you're in a pinch. I actually did that last week with zoodles, shrimp, and I did olive oil and salt and pepper because I didn't have any pesto. I didn't have sriracha. And I was like, this will be weird with red sauce. So we're just going to do like an olive oil, salt and pepper and pretend like it was planned. And it turned out just fine. You know, fit the bill. Wasn't the best meal I've ever had in my life, but it, it fit the bill. In general, ladies, if we are trying to, you know, eat to live, not live to eat, it is okay if it's not always a five-star meal. Sometimes it just has to get you and the family fed and, you know, be great in quality, not necessarily taste. But again, before you turn me off and are like, no, Brittany, food it should be enjoyed. I also 100% think food should be enjoyed. I think there is a time and place for, you know, making really tasty, 
even rich foods, it just totally depends. You know, that's more my my Saturday Sunday meals. I try to put a little more effort into the cooking of them. Like that's when I'll pick things that need a little more time that, you know, require a little more of me standing at the stovetop cooking them because my husband's home and I have the luxury of spending maybe a half hour to an hour in the kitchen, ideally by myself, <laughs> preparing the meal. That's when I'll do like a cauliflower risotto chicken or something that takes a little more time. And then these ones are more like, okay, I need dinner on the table. I need it fast. And I didn't have anything planned or we're out of things or whatever. So so far, shrimp, zoodles, and then cauliflower crust. So this saves me all the time. This is one for especially when like company comes over that you weren't expecting or like a friend's over for a play date. I'll be like, hey, do you want me to just throw cauliflower pizza in the oven? Because, you know, we're kind of running into lunchtime now. Literally happened today. I, <laughs> my sisters and I, I have three sisters. We all live in the same town. We all run into each other all the time in random places. So we all also like our stay-at-home moms who homeschool. So it's like not as odd as that sounds, I guess, that we would run into each other places because we go to the same places. We go to the market, we go to the library, we go to church. So today we walk in and we walk into adoration and I've got my three boys. I look up, my sister's there with her four kids. So of course, also instant panic sets in because I'm like, no, now they're gonna wanna play with them. But you know, we sat in our respective spots and they were already set up, so we went away from them. And then afterwards, we were chatting, and I was like, hey, you want to just come over for lunch? And I literally just pulled out some cauliflower pizzas, and, you know, I had some other, I cut up some bell peppers and carrots, put those out, cut up a bunch of apples, and there we go. We had lunch there. So cauliflower crust has saved me a bunch of times. I actually would recommend, when I, like, like to make it as a planned dinner, I will just get the... I was going to say naked crust, but that sounds weird. I said it anyways, the bare crust that have nothing else on it. And then I will do my own sauce and my own cheese and things like that. Because I think that in general, a lot of times that can be a lot cleaner. Sometimes if you get the ones that are pre-made, if you read the back, there's like extra fillers on there. Like the quality of cheese isn't great and things like that. But I do get both because I have the plain crust on hand. If I have time and I have, you know, energy and whatever to kind of just top it off myself. But then I also still do grab a couple of the margarita kind or veggie lovers or something so that if I'm super in a pinch, I can just toss it in the oven and it's good to go. I also will use that for a babysitter kind of dinner if we are going to a wedding or out to dinner or something and still need to make sure there's food. This was a funny realization to me because to me, I'm like, okay, I can just give the kids like, I don't know, they're not big eaters. So my Joey is. My four-year-old Josh is not a huge eater. So I could just leave with like a piece of string cheese and some nuts and be like, okay, enjoy dinner. And he's just going to want to play anyways. But it occurred to me when I'm like, oh, I need to feed the babysitter as well. So <laughs> cauliflower crust pizza is one of those that I usually have on hand to be like, okay, you could just toss it in. You guys are good. All right. Next and last two are number one, frozen fruit. So Super easy freezer staple, right? And why is that in there, Brittany? Because you can't make a whole meal out of it? Well, you can if you're going to put it in a protein shake. So I always have, and this you know could go in, in my pantry staple episode here, I always have protein powder on hand. So to mix it up with some frozen fruit and some almond milk or oat milk or whatever kind of milk you use, 
there you go. You have a meal that you, you know, will do again in a pinch. Obviously, I like to eat my calories, chew my calories. Many of you might like to, but a protein shake can really, you know, pinch hit. That's another go-to for me on Fridays. I almost always have a protein shake as a meal on Fridays because it is hard to get your protein in when you are not having meat. So that just kind of solves that issue for me. If I have shrimp or cod or something as dinner, then I have a protein shake for breakfast or lunch. And, you know, then usually my oats in there too, and I'm pretty good. Uh, last one. This one's kind of cheating because I tried to really pick those first four where you didn't have to do anything. The fifth one you technically could. So the fifth one's grilled chicken. The best way that I like to do this is just when I'm making a bunch of chicken for dinner, which is usually on a Sunday or Monday, I'll do a bunch of grilled chicken, not every week, but sometimes. And then I'll take like four chicken breasts and freeze them. And that has saved me so much when I'm like, oh my goodness, I have nothing. I have no source of protein in this house that I can just grab them fully cooked and defrost them in the microwave even if I needed to. Or just a lot of times I'll, I'll notice this in the morning like, oh, we have nothing and I don't have time to defrost something and cook it later. I can just defrost it in the morning and it's good to go later in the day. But if you really cannot do this or don't want to do this, you can buy grilled chicken strips as well. I think there, there's no shame in that and there's no harm in that. You know, you can find really quality ones that don't have caramel color and things added. But I would be picky because some frozen meat is not just frozen meat. You look at it and it does have just so odd. Like, why are you putting caramel color in chicken? I don't know. But I have seen that in there before. Or, you know, it's just not high quality chicken. But they do have a really good, like, organic, no hormones added kinds of chicken strips that you could have in the freezer. That is one I definitely do when uh, my husband's not home for dinner. If he's not home a couple weekends ago, he went on this like man's work trip thing. Um, It's actually, some of you listening probably know the place. Catholic Family Land is the name of the retreat center. It's a Catholic family retreat center. And they do like a St. Joseph work fest and they ask men to go help work on the site basically in the off season. So I don't really know whatever men need to do there, like (laughs) fix fences, paint cabins, that kind of stuff. So I knew I'm like, okay, we've got three dinners with no dad here. Like we're going to be eating frozen grilled chicken strips and like sunny side up eggs and those kinds of things. Because again, my kids are just really not picky and they're really pretty easy eaters where I take every advantage to not make a full meal if Ben is not going to be with us because then I save, you know, I save the good stuff for Wendy's here. But anyways, that was my last one. And I hope this little list was helpful for you. Just keep it in mind next time you go grocery shopping or just put it in a notes on your phone now so that you can add it to your Instacart when you go grocery shopping. But seriously, there are no excuses for not hitting your goals if you want to hit your goals. Back in the day when we didn't have all these accessible things like food being delivered to us or like grab-and-go meals, I've talked about that before, just easy grab-and-go things like pre-made salad kits and rotisserie chicken. And today I just stuck to freezer because even if in the event you haven't gone grocery shopping in a while, you can have these stocked up. I buy like four cauliflower pizzas at a time. And yes, I have an extra freezer in my basement, so that definitely plays a factor. But you know, There's so much that you can do when things do not go as planned that it's really 
you know, few and far between that we should be able to use the excuse of like, well, I had a crazy day. Like, okay, but shrimp takes 10 minutes. You can literally just defrost it and eat it. You don't even have to do anything else to it. So if you want to see changes and want to make progress, stop making excuses because they don't benefit anyone. Okay, like (laughs) I think so many times we're looking for validation to be like, and this and this and this is why I couldn't get, you know, my workouts done. It's like, okay, but you just told me all that. Does it make you feel any better? Like, do you physically feel any better than you did, you know, than if you would have gotten your workouts in? Like, no, you definitely would feel better if you had physically moved and gotten the benefit of the exercise. So, you know, things are facts, but we don't need to use them as excuses. You got to be able to pull something out of your back pocket in a pinch like that. And I know that goes way deeper. That's a little more mindset-y if that's just your natural go-to is to come up with an excuse for something. That you're going to need to dig a little deeper to try to assess, you know, why you're doing that and how you can stop doing that. But in my experience, you know, there's so many things that will come up where I'm like, oh, we've been here before. Like I've had this problem before or whatever. So then I call that a pain point. Then it's like, okay, figure out where the pain point is and how can you kind of circle around that circumvent that like if you know that your Thursday nights are always crazy pull use one of these use something that you know can be made really fast like Thursday night is now cauliflower crust pizza night or whatever because we just have we know too much we have too much available to us that it's not going to benefit you to just you know sit on your hands and say well I was out of food okay head to the freezer and you got something there All right. (laughs) I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Thank you for hanging out. If you're not on the email list, go on over to fitmomlifetothefullest.com and put your email right on the homepage and I will add you to it so you can get all the workouts and recipes and things like that that I share with you all there. And if you are on the email list and you're thinking, Brittany, I haven't heard from you in a while, make sure you check your promotions tab more often than not when you're on an email list like this, it'll go to your promotions tab. So you're just going to want to check over there. I typically send out my emails on Thursdays. So it's that in-between day. We have podcast Tuesday, Friday, but if you think of it on Thursdays, check on over in promotions or in the spam, they might've gone there as well. Okay, ladies, until next time, have a great rest of your day. 